Hello, my friends. This is Matt April, and welcome back to another episode of the Bent on Better podcast, where better means becoming the best you in health, fitness, and overall wellness. This is the show where we use real-life stories and tips to help you learn and improve to make sure you're always getting better. This week on our show, our guest is Josh of The Josh Speaks. Josh has his own YouTube channel, The Josh Speaks, where he covers four different topics, self-help, pickup and dating, philosophy, and culture. In this episode, we talk about the five signs for why you need a wake-up call and why Josh calls himself The Josh. Now let's get into the show. What's going on, guys? This is Matt April, your host for the Bent on Better podcast. Today, I have a guy who plans on becoming the next Mr. Rogers of the internet, a guy whose goal and purpose for all of us is to help us become our best self. My guest today is Josh of The Josh Speaks. Josh, how's it going, man? Hey, players. How are you guys doing? How you doing, Matt? I am fantastic. After having some technical difficulties here on my end, I'm finally going. I'm excited to have you on the show. And I'm really, really excited because you and I were connected through a mutual friend of ours, someone who I've known since preschool, funny enough, and I didn't even know her at the time, but we knew each other and we connected later in life in middle school. Her name's Emily Cummings. Emily, if you're listening to this, hey, thanks so much for the connection. So Josh... Can you go into your story, your background for why you're so focused on helping people become their best self and who you are? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I mean, one thing I just want to explain. So my name is Josh, but I I call myself The Josh uh, simply because The Rock is one of my heroes. And if he can call himself (laughs) The Rock, I can call myself The Josh. I think that's only fair. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been doing videos since 2011 uh, under the Josh Speaks. And in the beginning, my channel didn't really have the direction that it has now. I think it's definitely taken time to kind of focus on kind of the, the path I wanted to go on. And uh, my whole path of uh, learning how to be your best self and, and teaching that all stems from a lot of people reaching out to me and, and asking questions that I felt were the kind of questions that people ask when they don't really know who they are. They're learning to make their way in life and they're learning to discover themselves. So a huge portion of my audience is kids ranging from literally elementary school kids to I have people in college and and even older reaching out to me. So the whole gamut of people are are asking these kind of self self uh, existential questions uh you know who am i why do i do this is you know why do people act like this why does someone say these type of things. So the way I, I view myself in that equation is that I'm just the kind of person that wants to try to be that, I guess, older brother or that mentor of, you know, the, of of the internet in some ways. I, I align myself a lot with Mr. Rogers because I feel like what Mr. Rogers did was he kind of revolutionized television. Uh, when he first came onto the scene, Mr. Rogers um, saw that kids' television was focused on people throwing pies in each other's face, and that was considered kids' entertainment. And he realized that. You know, yeah, well, it's funny that they're not learning uh, the, the type of things they need to learn to kind of grow up to be, you know, good people that, that understand relationships and understand themselves and, and know how to control their anger and, and maybe express their happiness and how to be understanding. So 
the values that he kind of set forward on television, I kind of want to emulate those video, those, those values in kind of a modernized sense. You know, people are watching YouTube, people are on the internet now. They're not so much learning these things from TV, uh, and they're on their phones. So I'm trying to get on the platforms, get in the places that people are there, and I'm trying to bring that system back of reinstilling these values of positivity and learning how to discover who you are, be your best self, and everything like that. So that's kind of the direction that, I, that I'm in with everything that I'm doing now, and uh, that's just what I'm focused on. And your course and your direction are, are spot on with the values of bent on better, where better means becoming the best you. I mean, I think the two of us, not even knowing it, are working on the same goals. Now, I, I really want to bring to light that your focus, your focuses are so perfect. I mean, you you cover self help, you cover pickup and dating, you cover philosophy, culture, and even some book reviews, right? Yeah, yeah, I've reviewed a few books that I felt have been just like mind blowing. And and so with that, such a variety to help improve the lives of the younger generation, which I think you would agree are are the ones who we need to focus on the most because they're the ones who will dictate the future. That's so, it's so, so important. And um, so Josh, I would love for you to just share a little more background about yourself, how you became the Josh Speaks. Everything that I've kind of encountered building up to the Josh Speaks has come to me mainly through a failure in some sense. So when I was in college, I was studying to, to go into computer engineering. Like I knew how to use computers. I, I used Photoshop and things like that. I didn't really understand the, the degree of what computer engineering was, but I figured, okay, let me just do it. And while taking classes in college, I was taking several different physics classes and math and everything, and it just it, I didn't connect to it. And I think the reason I didn't connect to it was because I didn't see the creativity and the way it was being taught in school, and I felt like... It just wasn't the path I wanted to be on. I wanted to interact with people and socialize and learn psychology and these things. And here I was in this very uh, linear kind of pragmatic path that wasn't tied to who I was. Um, But at the time, I didn't really know who I was. So I was struggling to understand who I was. And in college, I was failing these classes. And I kind of had this big existential awakening moment uh, where one day I sat in my dorm room and I just – said, okay, well, I'm not going to leave this room. I'm not going to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to go eat. I'm not going to do anything until I can answer the question, why am I alive and why do I exist? Which to me is like, you know, one of the most important questions a person can ask themselves. A lot of people tend to avoid it. A lot of people tend to avoid learning who they are, wanting to, to, to go down that path of discovering who they really are because it's a lot easier to get distracted by things, distracted by, well, I got to work and make money or I have to take care of this, I have to take care of that. But stopping to recognize who you are is, is the most vital thing you could do. And when I finally decided to do that, you know, I, I asked myself, I said, well, you know, am I here to make money? Am I here to work under someone? Am I here to do all these different things? And I, you know, at the moment, in that moment, the sun was shining through the window and I was just sitting there in the room and it was quiet. And I kind of had that aha moment where I just told myself, well, my reason for being is simply to be, to just kind of exist. And there was this kind of awakening where I felt like, well, you know, uh, just being alive is, 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 is enough, you know, being here and, and, and being happy is just enough. So I kind of started to understand who myself was and I said, okay, well, I have this deep, deep rooted feeling now of just being appreciative of the moment and kind of living in the moment of where, where I was and what was going on and 
being happy that I had a bed to sleep on and, you know, friends to talk to and I, I could eat every single day. You know, I had clothes to wear and I started to think, OK, well, I want to emulate positive values and positive qualities going forward in my life. And I want to not just be myself, but be my best self. So that kind of started to play into how I interacted with people and what I did. And th to start this channel, um, originally I had no intention of doing a vlogging channel at all. I, I was going to do a video project for someone. They hired me to record a basketball game for them. And because of the trains and the way that the trains worked, everything was running late. And I ended up getting there late. They told me, okay, well, sorry, you're too late. You know, this is my first job that I had. Oh, I'm going to do video and stuff and totally blew up in my face. Wow. So, you know, that was another failure for me where I said, well, you know, this kind of sucks. I'm sitting here in the middle of Manhattan with all my camera equipment at like eight o'clock in the morning and I travel all the way out here. I got nothing to do. So I just sat in a park and I said, you know, what? I'm going to record a video all about uh, preparing and, and how to prepare things better and how to go about that. And that was the first episode of The Josh Speaks. It was all about preparation. I put it online. My friends liked it. And I started to develop more videos about things that I was kind of passionate about at the time. Philosophy and psychology and, and dating and self-help topics. And from there, it kind of started to snowball. And I started to see what kind of questions people were asking. And I realized, hey, this value that I learned in college of learning to be myself and learning to be my best self could really translate well here because I knew I wasn't the only one asking that question. And I realized that there are a lot of people out there who are looking um, to understand themselves better. They just don't know where to start or they don't know how to go about it. So that kind of, you know, my existential crisis in college tied into where I wanted to take my channel and how I kind of started it up. Your your story, I felt like I was there with you. The way you, the way you tell stories, Josh, I can connect, and I feel like everyone who listens will be able to connect with you because you bring us to that moment. I mean, everything you talked about right there, I felt like I was there in the park with you, making that first video with you for the Josh Speaks. After all, listening to all that, it sounds like you really just became grateful for your existence, and from there, you built upon that gratefulness. That's something that I saw on your site that. I mean, in, in order to learn and, and to, uh, what was it? Uh, you have to be present-minded, right? And isn't that something that you always say, you have to be present-minded? Yeah, I think um, learning to bring yourself back to the present moment, I think, is the first step in handling any kind of stress or negative situation or horrible encounter you face in life. So now this kind of segues us into what, what I wanted to talk to you about your five signs that you need a wake-up call. You made a great video on the Josh Speaks, and I'll be sure to link this video up for everyone who wants to see this on your YouTube channel and maybe connect with you and subscribe to your YouTube channel. But Josh, can you co can we as a together cover mm -hmm. the five signs that you need a wake-up call, starting with number one? Sure. So uh, the first sign that you need a wake-up call is that you think negatively when things go wrong. So a lot of times um, when we encounter, let's say, negative situations or things that are frustrating, we didn't accomplish what we wanted, we failed at something, we missed out on an opportunity, uh, we tend to look at these experiences as kind of being the end-all be-all. That's it. You know, I, I can't move forward past this. This is the end for me. And we jump to this conclusion so quickly because it's comforting for us. It kind of creates a conclusion to that chapter of what we're doing. Uh, and it may not be, we may never have even reached the success that we wanted, but we, feel, we see comfort in failure because the misery of, of failure kind of makes us feel like we didn't uh, invest too much time and then lose that time. 
So, you know, when we think negatively about things that go wrong, I think it's it's kind of it's a self-defeating uh, mentality. And the only way out of it is to look at moments of failure as learning opportunities and to kind of push past them, push through that pain period where we're saying, okay, well, this is as much as I can give. Let me give more because we always have a little bit more in our tank and we, we just don't know it and we don't see that and we don't realize that the real learning comes in those last few moments of struggle. It's not in the whole journey. It's in those last few moments of struggle where we're tested and you know, if we can learn to not view failure in that moment as as something that went wrong and instead look at it as a learning experience and something that we're going to try harder next time to move past, then I think that uh, it'll help us just approach life and, and life circumstances a lot better. And that was so well said because you really – you need to push through whatever it is. You have to take it for what it is and learn from it. Let's jump right into number two. Josh, what is the number two sign – of the five signs, you need a wake-up call. So the number two sign is that you don't hold yourself accountable for mistakes. A lot of people do this. Uh, when they encounter a problem or they, something goes wrong, it's so easy for them to just kind of toss the blame on someone else and call it a day. If you're late somewhere and you know you didn't, let's say, finish that final report at work or you know you didn't make it to the gym and your, your, your partner you know, didn't go either because of that. It's very easy to find someone else and, and turn yourself into the victim and kind of find someone else to put the blame on. Um, but accountability is by none one of the best things you can do for yourself because to be accountable for the bad things that happen doesn't mean that, you know, it's all your fault and everyone can point fingers at you, but it simply means that you're willing to accept that you're, you're responsible for things in your life. Uh, that you do play a hand in it. You know, you're not just a person passing through someone else's world. This is your reality too. And being accountable for your mistakes means that you're 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 taking grasp of your own reality and you're willing to you know suck it up and be humble and just keep moving forward with it. So um, the third sign I had was um, so your work ethic doesn't exist unless someone pushes you. Unless we have someone kind of standing over us and and telling us, oh, do this, do that. You know, we don't really feel inclined to, to work hard. And, and part of the reason is because there are so many things we want to accomplish and we kind of feel like it's, it's someone else's responsibility to make sure that we do them. So we don't really focus too much on, you know, the fact that we play a big role in it. We kind of say, okay, well, if I had someone pushing me, then I would do it. And part of it is just taking your own strength and kind of realizing you have your own strength to do it um, and finding someone who's going to keep you in check versus relying on them and just kind of not being dependent on them but allowing someone to make sure you're living up to your own standards but you have to measure your own standards and, and stick to it. You know, The other person is simply reinforcement on that. They're the person who pats you on the back and says, hey, you did it, not the person who's holding your hand and pulling you through. The reinforcement, I like that. The reinforcement and not the person who's going to pull you through. Josh, what's the number four sign? So the number four sign is you don't take extra special care of your body. And I think this is something that you excel at, Matt. Uh, <laughs> looking at your blog and looking at a lot of your content, you know, you're very focused on uh, learning to take very special care of your body. And most people don't, you know, uh, they don't realize that, you know, abs are built in the kitchen mm. or that if, if you want to uh, look good and feel good, maybe you need an adequate amount of sleep, you need a good meal, you need to not take on so much stress. We want to kind of overload ourselves and expect 
to get the results that we want. And we don't realize that sometimes that means um, focusing on one specific thing, like focusing on, hey, I'm going to eat healthy. Sometimes we're overwhelmed by choice. When we have the option, uh, when we tell ourselves, oh, well, I have to eat healthy and I have to sleep and I have to do this and I have to do that. Oh, I can't do any of it because we're just overwhelmed by the options and the choice that we have. So focusing on, on one specific thing and excelling at it and then focusing on another spe- specific thing and excelling at it I think is, is the step in the right direction there where uh, we start to take care, special care of our body because we're being very mindful of those things. You know, We're focusing on them and uh, focus – just like uh, one of the most important things I think to take care of your body is learning how to focus on your breathing. People don't understand how important breath is and when you're super stressed and you're there's so much going on, just stopping and taking a moment to breathe is taking care of your body because you're allowing your body to relax itself so that you can approach things better. And It's the same thing with eating healthy, same thing with sleeping, same thing with working out. All of these processes are things that you have to be in that moment and, and recognize the value of them in order for you to, to really gain that care that you're putting into it. And you know what? Number four is probably my most favorite because the personal connection I have with taking care of your body and my viewers, my listeners, people who connect with me through Bent on Better, they understand that you have to take special care of your body in, in every aspect. And I like what you said. You have to focus on one thing at a time. Focus is also an acronym. And if you if you break it down, it's follow one course until successful. Follow one course until successful with everything that you decide to do. So if it's food, focus on food. Focus on your nutrition. And then from there, you can focus on getting better sleep. Once you've had nutrition, you focus. You've focused on that. you followed it until you're successful with having nutrition down like it's like you know it, like the back of your hand. Just following one course until you're successful with everything. And I think that's a great way to segue into your number five sign for why you need a wake-up call. So the number five sign is that uh, you don't see your goals and you don't really know what you're aiming for. So – a lot of times people want these high achieving things. I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to make a million dollars. I, you know, These big, big goals that they set for themselves, but they don't really set the smaller pieces in place. Uh, they kind of just want to jump uh, across the whole track and, and reach the finish line without understanding it's your left foot and then your right foot and then your left foot again and your right foot. You know, We don't want to take the steps and that's usually what shoots us down. It's like every goal uh, – should be broken up into action steps. And you know, one thing I always tell everyone is to keep a calendar for everything. Keep a calendar for when you want to go to the gym. Keep a calendar for um, you know, when you're going to focus on doing, let's say, stuff to push your business or your family life or your personal life. Uh, schedule in and make sure that you are making these appropriate times that are leading up to this bigger picture and you're not just kind of wishing and hoping on the bigger picture but not really setting it and integrating it into your life. You know, calendar is a day-to-day look at life. So that could be the first step there in saying, okay, well, at the end of this month, I want to lose five pounds, 10 pounds, whatever it may be. Um, you know, what am I going to lose day by day? What is my focus? What am I doing? Uh, breaking down your goals kind of allow you to, to know what you're aiming for and how to actually get there, how to make things attainable. I love that you said to use a calendar. I say that to people in my life all of the time. I use my calendar in my phone for everything. Without my phone and the calendar in my phone, I would be so lost because I have everything even down to when I should eat in my calendar just so I don't forget 
it's so important to have these things and to document and really as a benchmark too, as a reference, so you can look back on on a specific date and, and say, okay, on this date, I did this. Now I can do that. And so I love that you talked about the calendar aspect. So Josh, thank you so much for sharing your five signs that you need a wake-up call. And I'm surprised you didn't mention anything about The Rock within this because your video... It had me laughing when you were talking about the rock a bit. Um, I just, I, I love, I love the rock. <laughs> I think, to, I think we already covered that. He's a great, he's a great source of inspiration. If you don't follow him on Instagram, I would definitely suggest following the rock on Instagram as well as the Josh speaks. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> what, what's really cool about this video too is that um, originally I put it out as a promotional video for the Rock's TV show, the Wake uh, Wake Up Call, when he produced it. Or when he was a part of it. And, you know, I was tweeting it out and tweeting it out and sharing it. Then one day I get a tweet back from The Rock saying, <laughs> hey, I checked out your video. You know, keep on inspiring. And my mind was blown. I'm like, yeah. what, what just happened right now? <laughs> so and, and that somehow became a doorway for me where uh, this really famous motivational speaker, Josh Ship, reached out to me too and said, hey, you know, I saw that Dwayne, he's on first name basis with him. He's like, <laughs> I saw that Dwayne, uh, you know, responded to you and stuff. I just checked out your stuff. It's really good. So it was just like, you know, I feel like I work hard to, to put together these videos and that was just one of the, the payoffs. It's like, hey, I got recognition, you know, you know, for – for really doing good work here and working hard, I got the recognition from the man himself, The Rock. So uh, it was it was amazing to have that happen. If that happened to me personally, I would probably screenshot it, print it, and hang it on my wall because that is some, that is so cool. And I would tout that in every way possible, Josh, that you had The Rock give you a shout-out on Twitter. So bravo, man. I applaud you for your efforts leading up to that point and to this day. That's awesome. Now, Josh, before we wrap up our show – I want to give you a final question. And now, this is a situational question that is a reoccurring question on my show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you in a situation and I want you to respond fully and completely. Are okay. you ready? I'm ready for this. Okay, Josh, imagine you woke up one day in someone else's body. You still have all of your current knowledge, but you're in a situation that requires improvement. For you specifically, you are undermotivated. And just want to get better. What are the first three things you would do to start improving your life, Josh? Okay. Um, the first thing I think I would try to do is, I mean, I think if I'm in that body and, and, and things are just going haywire for me, uh, like I said before, I think try to focus on my breathing. Focus on being present-minded. Focus on just... Understanding that whatever problems I may, I may foresee in the future are not here right now with me and allow my body to just kind of uh, relax itself and unwind because I think once it's kind of uh, leveled out, then I can approach things a lot better. Um, so then the second thing I would do is, you know, once I'm calmed, I would ask myself, okay, um, you know, what is it that I want to do and who is it going to help at the end of the day? I think attaching any kind of goal for yourself um, should always be tied to, well, who, who is this goal going to help? Is it going to help your family? Is it going to help your friends? Are you going to try to inspire people? Are you going to, you know, is this for you? Uh, understand who your goals are going to be helpful for. And I think I would try to 
align uh, or line out rather the things I wanted to do and then who they're for at the end of the day. You know, is am I going to work out and be healthier so that I can live longer to maybe spend more time with my kids? So my goals are for my kids at the end of the day. Am I going to work harder at work so that I can, let's say, make more money so that I can retire and I don't know, enjoy time with my spouse? So that the second step I think would be to look at my goals and uh, say who they're for and. I guess the final step in all of that would be to kind of hold myself accountable in some ways. So whether that's try to find a mentor, you know, because in anything we try to accomplish, the the reality is that we're not the first ones going through this. You know, if I want to have a healthier lifestyle, if I want to have a more prosperous, let's say, richer lifestyle, we're not the first ones to ask those questions. So I would try to seek out a mentor, someone that I can learn from and someone that can hold me accountable that I can say, hey, you know, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to learn from your steps. I'm going to analyze them uh, and see what you did so that I can understand my own path of growth. You know, sometimes trying to go it alone with no direction, kind of we don't know where we're going. But by seeing how other successful people have accomplished their success, by looking at them from the bottom going to the top, I think it's a lot easier. And, and we have kind of more measurable steps to hold ourselves accountable to. So that's probably what I would do if I was starting in, in, this, in this crazy world and you know, just a crazy setting. I think I would try to align those three things first and foremost. And your three points were fantastic. I like that they're so personable for, for anyone to really take and acquire and, and put, into, put into use in their lives. And uh, your last point, though, uh, where you really want to talk about holding yourself accountable and seeking a mentor if you can find someone and it's someone who is in a position that you where you want to be one day, you should really just start to emulate them. If you can't connect with them personally, if you can't actually hire them as a mentor and, and have them as a mentor, you can still emulate that person and and really learn from what they've done and read books on them or watch their videos or <laughs> wink wink or <laughs> listen to their podcasts or YouTube or anything just learn from them learn from someone who has done what you want to do and that is what will get you to where you want to be period would you agree totally agree with that awesome well Josh thank you so much for joining us today and for helping us get just a little better Remember, everyone, even though you may be content with your current situation, there is always room to be better. Now it's time to become the best you, or rather your best self, right? Best self, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Josh, thank you so much for joining us today, man. No problem, man. It was a lot of fun. enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more like it head on over to bentonbetter.com and leave a comment in the thread for this week's post if you want to hear more like it let me know and of course if you found this content valuable make sure you subscribe in itunes and leave a positive review so that others too can become bent on better thanks for joining me today and i look forward to our next chat take care